Mayday is brought to you by JordanDenae.com. That is Jordan, D-E-N-E.com. Uh, she runs an apparel and accessories company. Uh, it is fantastic stuff. This is functional fandom items. So these are t-shirts, accessories, aprons, all kinds of great things that are themed around fandoms but aren't your everyday looking stuff. So definitely go check them out. Uh, JordanDenae.com. Once again, it's J-O-R-D-A-N, like Jordan, uh, D-E-N-E.com. Our organization podcast partner this month is NARAL Missouri. They are Missouri's largest grassroots pro-choice organization working to protect a woman's right to a full range of reproductive health care for over 40 years. They are doing some amazing work. For more information about them, you can go to ProChoiceMissouri.org. That's ProChoiceMissouri.org to get more information about NARAL Missouri. Lastly, our wild card. It is called Geek Girl Brunch. You can find out all about them if you visit their website, geekgirlbrunch.com. This was something that is really cool. Very grassroots. Started uh, up in New York City by three women who were looking to start a women's only uh, brunch group to just talk about geeky stuff and do geeky stuff with fandoms and all kinds of things. You can visit them, geekgirlbrunch.com. They have a map and a list of their chapters. You can also apply to start a chapter in your city if this is something you are interested in. This is Mayday, the Handmaid's Tale podcast. Hey everybody, welcome. It's Justin from Mayday, joined with a very special guest today. Oh dang. What's is going on? This is Aries. This is my daughter. Whoa. Say hi <laughs> to the people. What's up? <laughs> so, we are here to talk about a very uh, special thing. Uh, we were going to talk about what are we talking about? Runaways. Marvel's Runaways, uh, which will be debuting on Hulu on November 21st. That is Tuesday, for those of you yeah. keeping the score at home. Just Ooh. in time for the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Everybody have a long weekend and yeah, binge watch some Marvel teen drama, as we it is referring to it. very much right? a teen drama. Very much a teen drama. So let's, <laughs> let's give them the essentials. So it's premiering this uh, Tuesday, 11-21. On Hulu. Yeah. So what this is, let's read the official description. Ooh, <coughs> I haven't read the official description. I know I should be like researching these things, being a nerd, but I, I don't. All right, right, here it is. Every teenager thinks their parents are evil, but what if they really were? Oh, dang. When six L.A. teens stumble onto a terrible secret, they realize, realize their parents have been lying to them all their lives. Whoa. But what are their parents after, and why? While the kids investigate, the adults start to wonder if their kids are hiding secrets of their own. The parents close in on the truth just as the kids uncover a plan with devastating consequences. Now this unlikely crew of teenagers must band together to stop their parents before it's too late. See, I was about to say relatable, and then I can't. Why? Because you're not in the cult. No, I'm not in a cult. <laughs> um, hopefully, I would hope. I hope you and mom are not. But also, in these some, kids didn't like, think their teenager murdering cult. Well, these kids didn't think their parents were in a cult either. But I can assure you that, as far as you Is know, I'm a not sign? a cult. <laughs> So, we have both watched four episodes, the first four episodes of yes. The Runaways. Yes. Um, I did not really know to, what to expect. I know you have read the graphic novels and the comic books, right? Yeah. Um, I will say the last two episodes, I was like kind of skipping back and forth between scenes, mm -hmm. kind of piecing it together, just because I, I like to do that sometimes if yeah. I'm trying to Everybody watch watches a show. It. But Everybody I, watches I, it the way they watch it. Yeah. So, not a big deal. So, just to give people a little background and give you a little background, Eric, because I know you don't know this. Uh, so, this Ooh. is put together by the team of uh, Brian K. Vaughn, who was the... Original writer. Of the comic book, right? The from first Marvel. comics. Uh, also, Josh Schwartz is the executive producer. Well. 
Do you know who he is? I don't I've know. I've heard you know his name. Me. Okay, his name. You Vaguely, might, you may know him. Have I, I, I don't seen? Know if you know. Have is, I seen a TV show where he's? Uh, he's done Gossip Girl and The OC and several other, uh, you know, teen-oriented, teen-oriented drama shows. Um, yes, and uh, it's basically his team. So Stephanie Savage yeah, is yeah. also part of his. Uh, heard of her too. Uh, company which is called Fake Empire, and they also them. put together. Um, I feel like I've heard a lot of people, but yes, I just have done never a lot. like watched. She, Sa- Stephanie Savage, was also part of uh, in her early career, uh, part of uh, the development team that put together Donnie Darko. So she, oh. <laughs> so she holds a special place in our heart. Um, yes. And uh, Jeff Loeb, who I had not heard of, but he is a. I'm going to read this description to you because it's ridiculous. Ooh. Uh, Emmy winning, Emmy award nominated, Peabody award winning writer Whoa. producer. Working as a writer and producer on Marvel properties, so he works mostly on Marvel, Marvel stuff now, uh, including Jessica Jones, Agents of what? Shield, Daredevil, what? Luke Cage, what? The Punisher, Legion. Oh my god! Basically, all everything that's on Netflix. Everything right now. that's on Netflix right now um, that has Marvel's brand and on it. He's also is. worked in the past on Smallville, Lost, and Heroes, which you don't know because you were too young. But it was a, it was kind of a precursor to all the yeah. comic book blowing yeah, yeah. up nerd stuff um, back on NBC. I know. Plus, he worked on Teen Wolf, which I you saw, remember. the 80s Teen Wolf. You did see that, yes. Oh, and, uh, the only command- reason why I know that is because there's a song by Mickey Echo on it. <laughs> I'm bad at life. <laughs> I'm emo. Stop. All right, so <laughs> let's talk about what you thought about the show. Because it is, it is geared towards... It now, is- let, me, let me stop real quick before we get started. I would say that as far as the audience that they're targeting would be... Your Teenage. age and older, like your kind of mid-teens like, to 20s. and then like parents like oh, right. like parents of teenagers right though. Like, like me specifically parents of teenagers not just parents of like six-year-olds or something like right it's specifically targeted towards like the struggles of being a teenager and the struggles of having parent teenagers who hate their parents in well general. the struggle of being a parent of the teenager yeah and apparently being evil that comes parents. up that comes up too like it, it actually like goes over life it goes stuff, over right? their life like and it kind of like there's a lot of like actual real life aspects like one of the characters was suspected of suicide or something, and like, yeah, like going over with the entire gang just like split up over grief, right? And like, it 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 goes over like the family and like weird like friends thing that actually happened in real life, which was, I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. It's a little more than they did in the comics, mm-hmm. I will say. Yeah. So yeah. let's let's talk about what this story actually is. So the basics of the story are that you have these kids who are all I think there's the majority of them are sixteen, seventeen. With the exception of Molly, right? Molly is, is 14 in the 14 show. 14 in the show. So uh, the basic premise of the show is that there is this group of friends who are all very from this well-off to-do families. Yes. Um, very, very rich. Are part of this what's veiled as a philanthropic charity kind of group called yeah, the Pride. Like, yes. Right? It's okay. not, like, they don't know it's called the Pride until later, though, right. which is the weird thing. Of, right, but like, it, say, yeah. like, like I said, we've had this conversation. For those of you listening at home, I've had to have this conversation with my child many times about transitioning things from oh, books yeah. and comic books to movies. That, that, that the um that the sole responsibility of yeah. say Hulu at this point is to make a good television show. Mm-hmm. So it is not going to always be the most direct interpretation of the comic book. <laughs> now I will say what I've liked that Hulu has done and that I've also seen uh, Netflix do um, mm-hmm. is bring on Brian K. Vaughn for as a executive producer or executive consultant, the same yeah. way they did Margaret Atwood with The Handmaid's Tale. Margaret Atwood was also an executive consultant on Alias Grace, which they just put out, and I think that obviously helps to 
alleviate some of the worries of the readers of these properties. Oh, yeah. That there's not... That, that, there's, it, that it's going to go somewhere. Content. Right, it's the original, and at least like, it's sticking to the general themes of what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In it, spite of the age differences, which is all stuff that can change for yeah. whatever reason. It's not like... <laughs> It's not like Miss Peregrine's where everybody was like, let's switch all the ages. No, it's they're well within like where they're supposed to be. And the plot line is still going, so it seems, to where we need to go. So, so, so the basic plot is that once a year, the parents get together. For a fundraiser. Fun, for a- quote unquote, as I do um, air quotes, um, fundraiser meeting. Right. And the kids... So, so when we're introduced to kids. the kids at this point, they are all 16, 17, and they Molly's all go to the same 14. school. They all go to the same school, and so they are all at this point, like kind of drifted apart. They mm-hmm. used to be good friends because their parents have been doing this thing Whoa. for a long time, right? Well, um, yeah. But the the general premise is that they have drifted apart due to the death of one of their friends, and just you know, life and school, and you know, that's what happens when you're in that age. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're trying to Alex Alex specifically Alex who is trying to get everybody back together right he's trying to get the band back together as it mm-hmm. were to use a reference yep. that the parents in this listening to this will understand oh dang and it's not going well right uh, everybody at the kinda, beginning no everybody's kind of drifted <laughs> into their own groups um, stupid chase right so let's stupid talk about some of the characters we have here which is uh let's talk about nico right because nico is the sister of amy who is the friend that has passed away yes and uh nico is taking the loss rather hard and yes. um she try- took it very hard trying to figure out where she fits in the group yes and having a hard time and she's gone what and also we, the fact that her mom is like her mom is ten. Her mom is awful. Yeah, her mom like has. Her an, dad's her, relatively cool. Dad seems cool. Mom's a little um, tense about everything. Uh, about has life. an alarm on the room. Like when somebody goes in there, it's well. I think it's on the whole house, but like the whole house, like they all get alerted to whoever's in our room. So anytime, but anybody then like goes, it's AI, so then Nico can right. talk to it and control it. Right. It, it's it, weird. Yeah, and that plays into a she, lot of things later. But she is she emo. is starting to sport what, what what my generation would call the goth look. Yes. As it were. So that's kind of the direction she's... That's what my generation taking. calls it, too. Well, that's because well, my generation invented it. You're welcome. So, <laughs> so also we have Chase. Chase is... Uh, if we had to stereotype Chase, he would be your big... No, he's not dumb, though. No, he would be your he's jock. he's not dumb. He, cause he, his parent, Victor Stein, Victor is his dad. Victor is awful. And who his dad is played by um, James Marsden, who was Spike from Buffy. Yep. And he is like the uh, your de facto mad scientist, angry inventor. Uh, so Chase is kind of your uh, heartthrob jock kind of guy. Um, yeah. And he's kind of like fall- a good guy jock. Right, good guy jock. So he's like falling in with some jerks, but I think he's doing it just to try to be cool. And then- um, But he's still like... He wants to pride. And then he says Carolina, I'm like, yay, cool dude, even though you're still kind of a de facto jock. Like, yeah, so let's talk know. about Carolina, who Chase does say. My save. girl. Um, so Carolina is part is the daughter of one of the... the her mom is in charge. The ringleader. She's the ringleader. Well, she, okay, so she is the leader. In the, what is the name of the church? The Giverin. The Giverin. The Church of Giverin. Yes. And I so think is that how you it is. It. It's but very much ve- kind of in the Scientology vein, as in it's not it a is. Christian religion. It is. 
And it you is so Scientology. And you don't know what it's about so far. So, but they don't give you very much it's to go like on. It's like the light aspect where, and like, you're searching for. There might light. be some kind of alien so thing. So Scientology esque. I don't even um, know what to do with that. So life. Carolina is what we would. She's, she's the pretty blonde one. She's the pretty I, blonde just, Christian girl. Like, right. Like the she's pretty blonde the church girl that is yeah. happy all the time and positive all the time, but is kind of masking some pain behind yeah. her. Yeah. Right. And so it kind of turns everybody off. That's the big thing. Like when yeah, she goes like, back to school. Yeah, like she's like, no, no, right. please don't. And then Gert's all goes all like, uh, it's like feminist heroin, yes. except it's bad feminist heroin. She is a little um, harsh. She is. So let's talk about Molly first, because I think Molly plays into this probably. Molly the first is four also episodes. It, Molly, it's my, my, it's an interesting thing to me that Molly is the youngest of the group. But yet she is the, the most mature, the most mature out of all of and them. And well developed character so far. Very well developed and very headstrong and yes. doesn't really take crap from any of them and kind of is the only one. That's kind one. of how she is in the comics too. Like she's like, she's kind of childish in the comics, but like that also goes along with her age. But sure. at the same time, she's not dumb. Right. She also took down Wolverine in one punch, though, so, I mean, let's just... Anybody that can do that. <laughs> but, so, so uh, far, I really love her character, Her character is awesome. And uh, her and Gert's parents are pretty funny, because they're, like, crunchy granola scientists. They are crunchy granola scientists. And they're hilarious. Yeah, so Molly is uh, Gert's sister. Weird. So Gert is 16, and uh, Gert is kind of your uh, social justice warrior, as they say. So, give me this your man. overall thoughts on the show alright full on nerd mode here so did you enjoy it I did I did um I will say it was very just like a lot of teen drama s type stuff and we didn't see like a lot of character development yet right but I that's only it's, four it's still kind of world building through the it's first also four like, it's mostly world building but it's also like at the moment, the characters, like, you see them as the stereotypes. Right. But then you kind of dwell into the fact that they're not. Mm-hmm. So far, Molly has been the only one to really fully break well, out of that I, mold. I think what it does is it's showing you that even the people that are trying to be these stereotypes, under, Can't really underneath, they're not really I.e. Chase. Right. Uh, and the other interesting thing was why it feels like the character development does take a little bit longer is because they're doing it from two sides, right? you got to do yeah, the parents. Yeah, you got the parents. And you have the kids. Yeah. Um, and I did think it was interesting that they did the first two episodes. They did the, the basically kids. the same story, same day from both perspectives. Yeah, that was cool. So the f- episode one is from the kids' perspective, and then episode two kind of goes into what the parents did that same yeah. day. In the um, comics, they don't really go into the parents that much. Right. Like, at all. So you, know, you don't really know their deal. You get, like, background as mm-hmm. to, like, oh, Chase's dad sucks. Oh, <laughs> Nico's mom is, like, hyper-control. Oh, Gert's mom is weird as heck. Yes. But then, like, other than that, you, you don't get much So else. I'm going to guess we're going to get a little more character development with the parents because yeah. that's kind of what this show is Which based Which I kind of like. So you I know, wasn't from totally from that. from the description that we're given to give a non-spoilery review of this, they do discover that their parents are up to something that is slightly more nefarious than what they are being told, and that and they kind of walk in on it. They do literally uh, all because they they're idiots and they're because bad at hiding secret doors. Yes. Yes. Really bad at hiding secret doors. Yes. So like, parents have to learn how to hide things from their children. And it gets like, harder as you get older, right? Yeah. Because you get sneakier. Yeah, boy. Yeah. 
So it's interesting watching this as a parent, watching you watch it as a teenager, and seeing what you think about the parents versus what I think watching the kids. I liked how they did, um, I like how they messed around with race, because, um, in the comics, Nico's Asian, um, Alex is African American, but then you don't really get much diversity other than that. So, overall, overall, we are, would you, if we're giving this a letter grade, what are you giving it? Letter grade? For the first four episodes, given that we've only seen the first four episodes. Letter grade? B? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, a A good, a solid B, maybe B plus. A solid B. Maybe a B plus, but definitely trending towards an A. We're going up. We're trending towards an A, but as the character development, I feel like as of episode four, we have officially begun full on character development. They've built the world. We know what we're in. Mostly, we know that we're mostly in a cult, and things things are happening. happening. (laughs) Things are happening. That is an excellent description. So yeah, I really enjoyed it, and uh, it'll be interesting to watch it with you watching a show about parents and teenagers together to see where all that goes and it'll be interesting to see the perspective of yes. watching all the shenanigans the parents were fairly realistic um not all of them were completely dysfunctional which was good because yes. they didn't make them all crazy um, and not everybody had an affair right which was nice right and um, so there is some dysfunction as there tends a to be a lot with of dysfunction people. on um, both sides right the kids sides, are kids dysfunctional and, the- and there's a lot going on <laughs> but they handle it well and everybody's kind of given their equal time yeah, so, which was nice. I was afraid that, like, people were going like, to get lost yeah, in the shuffle. Yeah, like, where it would be like, what's happening? Yeah, so there's there's some definitely cool stuff. You don't necessarily have to be a comic book person, per se, because the vast majority of this, even though there are some powers and some, like, crazy stuff going on, it's it's, like, it's, um, it's more focused on your drama. human drama of that, with, yeah, like with that stuff kind of sprinkled in yeah. for, you know, for effect. First episode, pilot is, like, Mostly getting to know the characters and just being like, oh, yeah, A, our parents are in a cult. B, we don't get along anymore. Whoa. Right. Like, typical teenager stuff, right? Like Twister. <laughs> right. Let's play Twister. Um, so that's it. Yeah, we, we gave it a solid B and we're really excited to see more. It comes out on Tuesday, the 21st. Whoop, whoop. Uh, so How we definitely, are they releasing that? Like, uh, you I know, believe like, according to, I think they're releasing just releasing all, all of them. I don't that know if they're good. doing the weekly. I don't think they are. Um, I know for Please like Future don't. Man, which just came out, they just released the whole thing. Um, so, but I do not know that for sure. I believe all the Crossing episodes will fingers. be there Tuesday. Uh, um, so, um, so definitely check it out. Um, I would say that it's definitely appropriate for middle school and older. Fourteen. There's and nothing up. crazy, but definitely probably you know fourteen First. and up. I would say that TV fourteen rating is that probably right about perfect. Right there, because there's some there's some things like high school party type stuff, and then some a little bit of violence that probably younger violence. kids are not going to understand, or you aren't going to want to talk to them about. Yeah, parent. no. Uh, yeah. But nothing graphic um, yeah. or nothing crazy, graphic. and nothing too triggering. Yeah. I mean, there's a few things that happen at the party. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's definitely appropriate to watch with you. It'll be, yeah. I think, family a family could watch. Family this could watch with an older teenager like you, like fourteen to middle school to. High school and Look older. at me. I'm within the age limits. Good for you. Doobly do. So, well, I appreciate you joining me for this. Uh, You're welcome. Review of Hulu's Marvel's Runaways. Whoop, whoop. Talk to you later. Thanks, Ari. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Please head over to allconsumingcontent.com for more great podcasts. You can check out Back to the Money Bin, a DuckTales podcast, Player vs. Player podcast, and Blues Hockey podcast. 
You can also check out our radio station at Handmaid's Resistance Radio. That is on Slacker Radio or for free on the Slacker app.